The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. podcast i am matt and i am as friends welcome back we are covering the sorcerer's stone our movie review we're gonna dive into this it's good to be back you know yes i like this movie a lot (laughs) yeah you know it's the sorcerer's stone everywhere unlike uh the book which is the philosopher's stone in england we lucked out on this one sorry guys While Harry Potter may take place in England and, you know, all that stuff. You know where Hollywood is, as It's, yes, I do, my friend. Yeah, that'd be in the United States. I just want to, S of A, A, baby. Uh, (laughs) Let's go. That's what I'm talking about here. Oh, my gosh. That's a good point. I never thought about that. It is actually Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It is the Sorcerer's Stone. We won on that one. Like, is there anywhere else? I'm just doing a quick little search. Like, Sorry. Sorry, England. It's just how it works. Yeah. America wins. Okay. We won yeah. in, you know, 1776, won right. in 1812, and we won wow. here with Harry Potter. Holy smokes. By the now way, we're yeah. al- now we're allies and we're buddies. Okay. But yeah, yeah we're sorry, good. July 4th is just right around the corner. And I'm getting, am- I'm getting amped up. That's also Matt's birthday, like right around uh, <laughs> right. July, early July. So, right. Uh, yeah, he's and he's a history guy, so just bear with bear with us, guys. He didn't mean to. He didn't mean to alienate half of our listenership there. You know, <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> okay, but, uh, he did. A, I'm trying a, to bring you guys back in. I'm kidding. No, I actually, uh, but I'll be rooting for uh for England. You know, soon here in the, the World Cup coming up this fall. Actually, it'll be kind of fun. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Did you see by the way? Quick, quick, random aside here. Uh, Ukraine beat Scotland the other day to get in the world. I just, uh, I think they just won today. I just got a, didn't I just get, didn't I just get, I think I just got some ESPN update about Ukraine winning. Oh my gosh. Good for, yeah, it's just kind of cool to see. There's a couple of those to be determined spots that are, uh, you know, that are still popular. No, Ukraine, Ukraine just lost. Oh, they lost. They won versus Scotland. Are they in or are they not? Uh, They lost. I don't know. They just lost. They lost to Wales. Uh, Okay. 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 Gotcha. All right. Is that what FT means? Is that final score? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not a, so, not necessarily a soccer guy. Now, is probably so pretty now, hold on. Isn't isn't Wales isn't Wales part of the United Kingdom? Dude, don't even get me started on this. Get you know, Lottie like, in here. She knows. She's from over there. Right. So it, it, you, it, yeah, exactly. So there's the, okay, right? England is in, but not the, the in the United Kingdom. In of the United Kingdom, England is its own country. It's like England, Scotland. 
whales yeah. right whales let me look at all let me look them all up here and then northern oh, ireland but not ireland yeah um our, our our friend uh becky who's over there in she's not in the uk right which is what she's made very right very clear to us um always makes fun of us for this because she's sort of like how do you guys not know you know what what's uh I'm like come on they, they don't teach us this we don't know yeah so scotland wales england and then northern ireland yeah you're gotcha. right okay wales wales is yeah it's on the west side jeez dude there. look at the map though scotland is huge Scotland's pretty okay big. scotland is huge it is the whole north i mean it is the north kingdom but how big Oh, what happened? Oh my gosh, guys, we just lost Matt. He's just he's just bounced on me. He just he just I, he, he, he apparated away. I, I continued on. I was like, <laughs> I clicked the wrong button, man. Sorry, <laughs> Matt got so excited. He literally apparated out of here. I don't know how I I don't know how I did that. I I meant I meant to click I meant to click uh, out and I clicked I clicked the wrong thing. Anyway, I was trying to see just how big is the United Kingdom compared to like. You know the oh, one of our states. states. I think it's like the, I think it's like the size of like Indiana, right? So no, right? come on, hold on a second, hold on a second. United Kingdom. Hold on, Let's I'm see. pretty sure it, it is. It is literally the size of like. I mean, Holy. it's like it's kind of like Missouri plus Iowa, so it's like two states. Yeah, I see. It. I see people kind of moving it around. Wow, holy! But smoke. that means that that means that Scotland is like the size of Indiana. In fact, Indiana might be bigger. Right. So, yeah, Scotland is pretty big. Somebody has done like, okay, mm, yeah, they've just they've just taken it and drug it over the United States for us to compare. Because like Ohio so can, is almost you as could big drive. Right. You could drive through the entire United Kingdom. Well, I don't think you can't drive over to. Can you? Is what? there a bridge? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, over to I, I don't know. There's a. But you yeah. could drive the from Scotland to England, Wales, Eng England. Scotland, the whole thing in one day. Now, again, we're assuming we're thinking of of like our good old fashioned highways, right? Our our I uh, I seventy one. Yeah, they don't they don't, have, they don't have a do they have a freeway yeah. over there? Or? I don't know if they've got anything because when Is I was cobblestone, there, like what, you, know, what <laughs> you gotta get a wagon, bro. It's just I'm kidding, I'm kidding. People are gonna be so mad. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. What do you say? Okay, well, all right. Enough of uh, good old bashing the UK. Um, <laughs> But let's dive into Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone uh, the yeah. movie here as just sort of, you know, our, our thoughts on it. We finished the book and now it's time to talk about the movie, man. I mean, you know, just sort of first time seeing it. What do we think? Where do we think it stands today? What do we like about it? What's, you know, some of the favorite parts? Just a whole big breakdown, man. When was when did you see this? What was the first time you remember seeing it? Oh, gosh, I don't I think it was. Did uh, you see it in theater? I no, I did not because I remember this. You weren't story. allowed. I was not allowed to go see it in theater, <laughs> and I was. I I swear to God, I was the. I was in the group that like you know classrooms had read it as sort of a mm, thing. Yeah. I had an alternative reading, and my mom. I had an alternative because she wanted to read it first, right? If she hadn't read it first, she was one of those moms who was like, "I'm not going to start anything with the school," but I hear I hear witchcraft going on in this book, and I just want to make sure that like you know. <laughs> This is not going to turn my son to the devil. Amen. All right. So she kind of uh, all those kids got to go on a field trip and I had to stay at school. That was me. I was wow. that kid. All of Mount Vernon, like middle school, got to go. 
and and as and about two or three other students um, who didn't have their permission slips signed or who were told they can't go by their parents stayed at home. But I, I was it was shortly after, though, because I remember uh, seeing it just a few years later in, in early high school. So, right. Yeah, because it came out when we were in middle. School. We were. Yeah, we would have been we would have been in like sixth, seventh grade, something around there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, yeah, that, I remember watching it later when it came out. And I do remember kind of just being a little bit older, like a, as, as a teenager, just to kind of say, like, I think my mom even might have said, you should be watching that. You know what I mean? And I was sort of like, right. whatever, whatever. And then they all ended up watching it and loving it. My dad loves it. He goes and watches Fantastic Beast, you know, the, the whole thing. You know, people are just sort of cautious. Actually, great kind of connection to uh, the, the D&D Stranger Things season four, where they're all like, it's a cult, right? I mean, anybody mm-hmm. who's playing this Hellfire Club at, at Hawkins, you know, parents are concerned about it. That's kind of how my parents were for a hot second. So, uh, but now I'm, I'm a full-on wizard, okay? So... Dealing in the dark. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, for me, it was it was uh, probably in high school. I don't remember the exact time, but I remember it being a thing that uh, our, my good buddy, Tom, this guy, I swear to God, Tom, it, like back in like he would we would have the the get a cake. Right. Get like right. I, I'm embarrassed to even say this and I can't. He's going to be I'm going to text him after this and tell him I, I told the story. We used to go over and I don't know, Tom just had a comfort level where he would just kind of like he just doesn't care what anybody thinks, you know, and he would just be like, anybody want to watch like Beauty and the Beast? And I'm just I know he he, he, he doesn't care at all. It's just so crazy. So I remember we watched Harry Potter, though, was one of our uh, one of our things because his sister was super into it. And uh, it was always on when I went over there. So that was that was kind of funny. But yeah, what about you? Would you did you watch it when it came out in the theater? Was it later? No. No, I didn't see it in theater. I remember watching it, um, actually, my niece. So I have, like, two brothers that are quite a bit older than me, like, eight and ten years older than me. Yeah. Um, so my brother Jake, his second daughter, um, she was, like, I don't know, four or five or whatever. And so we were watching her. Um, and so I'm probably, like, I don't know, 11 or something. And I have a niece that's, like, yeah. you know three or four or whatever. Um, right. Just because, like, the age difference. And he had, like, a kid at, like, 16, you know, so it's, like. The way it all sort of ends yeah, up oh, yeah. working out. I don't know. I don't even know the exact math on it, but whatever. Um, she was like really into it. And so it was like, I want to watch Harry Potter. I was like, okay, well, so we put on Harry Potter and I watched the first movie. So I, I saw the first movie like a bunch of times and then I didn't touch Harry Potter until when you came out, when I visited, when I moved to Portland the first time around, like 2008. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. when I like got into it. But so I'd seen the first movie a bunch of times um, right, right. without reading the books or anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, the first movie, man, uh, I mean, it's great. I mean, it's, you know, when you start to rank the movies, I mean, it's up there because it just, it just did so, it's so wet. It's did so well at sort of establishing Hogwarts, showing you this new world that we're about to, you know, embark in and everything. And it's just so many iconic sort of moments in the series. Um, I would say that... if you're going to reference anything from the Harry Potter series and pop culture, a lot of it comes from the first movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. It does. Yeah. I mean, that's like when we quote it or we think about some of those things, it's, it's definitely, um, yeah. Like one of those areas where we, uh, we go back to the, to the original. It has all the feels. It's got the Christmas scene, you know, it's got all the, it's your first time going to Hogwarts. It has all the emotions, even though it's not maybe the most like exciting stuff with tons of magic or whatever. There's it's, 
it, what it it's it's like magical in the fact that you're in the wizarding world and you're yes. in Diagon Alley and you're at this magical castle. Like, yeah, they're still learning how to do some spells. And when they do a couple of them, especially as a, as a young kid, when you watch them unlock a door with like, you know, Aloha Mora, you're like, OK, right. I'm going to go try that. You know, as I said, an 11 year old, you're like, I'm going to go. Right. We'll see if that works. Um, so, yeah, it does. It does a lot of those things. And then you really felt this uh, friendship. You know, it's a story about friendship. And those are the best yes. ones. So, yes. yeah, I mean, it was it, it definitely has all the feels. And I feel like it's um, like you said, as you rank it, it's got to be in the top because it's it's it, unlike, you know, when we talk about Star Wars and like a new hope or whatever, where maybe I would like it's not as I don't know. It's still the first one. It's what starts it all. So you kind of right. always have to it has to have that special spot there because it starts everything uh, and has it's a good enough hook that it gets you into the next movies and so on. But, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, I, I love it. Um yeah, it's what well, I said. Fantastic! It's better than all the Fantastic Beast movies, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. Right? If yeah. not yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, Harry Potter movies, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, Sorcerer Sorcerer Stone for me is. I think you have that in the top three. You know, um, yeah. I think it's. I think for a lot of people, it's gonna be their number one. But I, I, I feel like it's it's got to be in the top. Uh, now, if you include the Fantastic Beast movies, it's like what the top. There's eight plus three, so that's eleven. So yeah, so it's in the top three of eleven for me. I still probably have um, six and five above it, just because I I like those movies so much more. Mm -hmm. That's probably that's yeah. probably my ranking. It's probably six, five, three, or one. Excuse me. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's one that uh, you know. Think about the, what they had to do too. Like they had to establish what Diagon Alley All looked of like. It. Yeah, right. You know, you have to establish what the well, the, your, your cast, and it was perfectly cast. I mean, you had all the all the older wizards. You know, one of the the, the genius strokes to this is like like Maggie Smith, right? Being being Professor McGonagall, they all these seasoned actors who were really good helping these kids and being a supporting kind of cast around your 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 trio. And as they grow up, it just made it so much better. Like that was a genius genius move is is to have really well established people. Um, in those in those uh in the in the roles so and then yeah, yeah hogwarts looks sick you know well you know i think i and and i think this this book is probably the easiest book to movie adaptation one because the book is not very like difficult to sort of adapt um they real i really feel like they didn't actually have to cut that much out of it like peeves gets cut out right and like the way they do the sorting is a little different you know they're not singing the sorting hat song and you know like lots a lot of this other stuff but most of it's honestly God pretty straightforward, straight from the straight from the book. Um, and I didn't have the benefit of reading the books first to sort of imagine what these characters would have sort of looked like. But if you go back and you look at the original artwork and everything, I mean, God, it looks just like Daniel. I mean, I right, I know. I mean, nailed did it. a good job, right, right. Yeah, there was. I was. I pulled up a few things that were like you know differences between book and show and and some of these other behind the scenes things which i'll bring up in a second because they're kind of fun but i don't recall whether i i think i watched the movie first in high yeah. school in the shortly like ninth or tenth grade and then i went and got the book and and, and read it um and then continued on from there and, and read those and in college i would always do kind of like a audio just re-listen you know as i was driving to um right. student teaching and teaching but yeah i mean because it's like it so I went into it with the having seen Diagon Alley and, and Hogwarts and all that kind of stuff Same. with those characters in mind, actually. And that was fun. Oh, I should say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I went oh, yeah. into the books 
So I went into the books with the show characters. You know? That's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant. Sorry. That's right. what I oh, meant. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They probably said it wrong, yeah. but yeah. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, I think that this movie is also one of the ones that's paced the best just because it's like, it's very simple, very like straightforward and just nails all the action scenes and everything like that. And so that's why it makes it such an iconic, great movie. Um, you know, the other thing is oddly enough, I think this movie probably has the most of the Dursleys in it. Yeah. Compared to the other movies. And I think that it just works as such a great setup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You mean with the uh, just wait, wait, what do you mean? Just with the with the Dursleys in the beginning? Yeah, I think that I think that, you know, even for just if you just look at the movies yeah. that I felt like they really they really like spent their time to establish the Dursleys. Oh, OK. It, yeah. Yeah. Which then yeah. sort of serves as like a backdrop because then like they sort of get lost. They You sort of don't see them as much in the movies. Right. Um, I get you. When you when you progress forward, like especially like God, man, some of the stuff that like happens towards the end, like they just they cut out like of the Dursleys and like knowing a lot of the information they actually know and stuff like that. Like that, like it's, that doesn't make it into the movies, which kind of sucks, but I right. really like this. This one shows, I mean, kind of the whole, the whole deal, the cup, like being in, being in the, the cupboard under the stairs, we go to the zoo, we go to the Island, right. Where Haggard's right, there. It's, right. it's honestly, it's like the first like 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. That's a good point because um, as you said, they let it play on, out, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And later on, you don't have to do as much because you did a lot of that work in the first movie. So we understand who they are, the atmosphere that he's going into. And you don't really have to do a whole lot of um, plot points or whatever to make that kind of uh, matter as much, except for what was it? Which one was it where uh, when the when the Dementors show up and Mrs. Fig shows like that was really cool because they had a moment right. where uh, with Dudley and everything, you know. So but yeah, you're right. It's like as it goes along. I actually wish they would have done more and I wish there were an extended addition to some of these things. I know the, the first several have some extended, you know, moments and parts, but like towards the end, I would I actually would love to have seen more of the Dursley stuff. Really? Right. Um, I know just because in the books, it's kind of cool. Like when, and that's what's really neat is when you go to read them, you're like, holy crap. There's like so much stuff that he, he deals with and wrestles with. And, and there's a whole setup him thinking about what's going to be happening later, like dreams and stuff right. that happen. So, right. Yeah. To me, like the to me, my favorite thing about the Dursleys, I mean, it doesn't happen in this movie, but at the very end where you find out that Mrs. Dursley actually knows a lot more than she's letting on, mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. over this whole year, it's like she's actually known quite a bit, you know, about it and all this stuff. Like, oh, yeah. that oh, was yeah. like a super I love that moment um, in the books. Um, So which. So let's talk about the castings. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like they just sort of nailed it. Like every single casting was like perfect. Uh, I'm with you 100%. They like, they got all the Weasleys, right? You know, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. I mean, like, again, we're talking like now the first, this is just the only way we see Mrs. Weasley, but like they nail that. They nail Ron, Harry, Hermione, Snape. Uh, Snape is, is, is awesome. Malfoy. Right. Here's a, so Richard Harris, who plays Dumbledore. This is interesting. I, I have a couple of these pulled up. The original Dumbledore. Yeah. The original one. He also looks great and is awesome, but he does turn the role down, I guess, apparently three times. And he says it was because he wasn't up for all the sequels and was like spending his twilight years doing all this work in the sequels. He was kind of done, you know, and it was his granddaughter who loved the book so much that persuaded him when she found out to take the role, threatened to never talk to him again. You know, as a little granddaughter or whatever. And so 
he's sort of like he's starting to see then how much this is impacted the the community and says okay i guess i'll right. i guess i'll be in it you know um so yeah because that's always fun when you hear stories from actors who their kids are like dad you've got to be in it or mom you got to do it so that was kind of right. cool but yeah i mean he's perfectly cast actually they went after him he several is. times es so. especially for and obviously the i mean the only obviously he does he he dies before the the series can finish um see i don't know that he would have been great down the line though because he's already yeah. pretty old and then how are you going to show him doing some how would you show that actor if he had done if he had done the whole thing how would you have done you know uh, right yeah no it would have been yeah it would have been tough it would have been tough you would have had doubles or do weird different angles where right. you know right they did more stuff and again that but was i do point. twilight of right. his years they didn't want to yeah, yeah i do love him especially in one and in the second one he's not there he's just not in it as much right um but i don't know it, he does he does give because i guess you know like the book sort of shift to the way dumbledore starts because he is perfectly cast for the first dumbledore which is like this really old like wizard who's like funny and kind of goofy and you know, like flamboyant, I guess, like almost to kind of yeah. describe him. This like grandfatherly sort of figure um, before he turns into this sort of mysterious like soldier, you know, general almost. Right. Um, right, right. So I, I, I do think he was really perfectly cast for that first movie. I just like I don't know. I like it different. It's almost like in my head canon. I think I just sort of view it as like that's how Harry views him. And then, like his perception of him changes; those things get darker. It's kind of a weird way to think about it, but no. But yeah, I, I, I get that's total headcanon stuff. You know, thinking through, you know, how, how does it work? Because we have this shift. It really, it does not. I mean, you don't really miss a beat exactly. Like it really. I know. It's, it's your, he does such a good job. Like the the transition right. is so good. Like the difference between different Dumbledores yeah. compared to the difference between different Grindelwalds is totally different <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Like, totally different <laughs> like, yeah, yeah totally, totally like but it's i mean you can't compare like johnny depp to you know like some that's uh, the way different right so like yeah richard harris to michael gambon is is a good you know like they they still had the same demeanor the same sort of um i don't know they looked the part and everything so right yeah, they sort of take their time with it too because when we, when i rewatched them all um, to get ready for Fantastic Beasts. I um, The second movie, he's not in it as much. And then Michael Gambon isn't in the third one as much. So really, it's kind of like, by the time you get to the fourth one, you're ready for Dumbledore to step back on stage, which he does. Right. Yep. Yeah, which is which is great. And that when he's more prevalent in, in, in Goblet and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, he was perfectly cast. Who else? So... The kids, by the way, all the kids really grow into the roles and they, they do an amazing job because you've got like right. Seamus there in the beginning. You've got Dean Thomas there. Neville, Neville is huge, huge, by the way. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. Here's one I want to give a shout out to him. So let's see if I find him again. Harry Melling is Dudley Dursley. Okay, look this guy up. Look up Harry Melling. Why is he like, is he like, he's like a stud today or something? Yeah, it looks totally. He looks. I mean, he still looks like him, but he just he's he's just Dudley grown up, and it's fascinating. Oh to wow, kind of just weird to look at him. He's also a lot skinnier now too. Yeah, 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 a whole lot skinnier. Just a more kind of um, like I could see him another another stuff, and he would probably look, you know, 
Awesome. Yeah, he's he's I'm trying to look. He's he's been in has he been in Doctor Who or he's been in, you know a couple episodes here or there or something. I don't right. Know. So but just kind of funny to see how these guys grew up or whatever, because he was a perfect, um, perfect Dudley back in the day. So and so because you mentioned um, Neville, right? Now, listen then, here, oh. Potter. Oh, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a picture of him and some like. He's like holding a gun, like oh some, my something today. God. But it's like, now listen here, Potter. Like, oh, <laughs> oh that's hilarious. Uh, let me see who else was in here. It's so funny to go back and look at these these individuals. Um, who? I mean, Maggie Smith was by far the best. I mean, Professor, you know, As McGonagall. McGonagall. I mean, yeah. just straight up was one hundred percent amazing. Also, I think Emma Watson was probably. I think a more spot on casting for Hermione than even Daniel Ratcliffe. I don't, I mean, I know Daniel Ratcliffe is really spot on, but, uh, right. you know, Emma just grows into that role. Like, and I mean, Rupert is Ron. Like he's, he talks about oh, that as, as he's, his Ron, dilemma. He, he, that might be the, in all honesty, that might be the best casting of the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because if you mess that one up, yeah, like because it's like Harry actually is kind of like quiet, really. I mean, That's and true. like mm -hmm. he's sort of like you sort of see all of these events like happening with him. Right. Um. Whereas like Ron and Hermione are your Ron and Hermione casting, I would say, was more important than your Harry casting. As crazy as it sounds. No, I get you on that because they provide a lot more. Um they do stuff that he reacts to, you know what I mean? Like they have to be right. like, like whether it's um being clever and knowledgeable or whatever the thing, you know, Hermione's doing and Ron yeah. provides so much comic relief that it's, it's yeah. Cause it Harry's always in, cause Harry's always like actually doing a lot of the action. Um, and then it's kind of like Dragon Ball, like in a way, it's kind of like it's like in Dragon Ball, right? Like they're sitting there fighting, right? And it's like you're and it's like you're watching these like two like super powerful guys like fight back and forth, or you think like superheroes or something, but then it cuts to the side and it's people watching the fight that are actually telling you like what's going on. Because Harry's playing Quidditch, Harry's yeah. doing you know all this stuff, and like Harry also doesn't know, especially in the first movie, what any of this stuff is. And so you always divert to Ron and Hermione. Who have to then explain what's happening? Ron's yeah. like, "Oh, that's the portrait, you know, candy, and he sticks his head out. He's not going to wait around all day, is he?" Yeah. Right. Whereas, like Harry's like, "Oh, so the Ron casting, I'd say, is the Ron and Hermione are both great, but I would say that the Ron was probably the most important and also most well done casting." Yeah, because that's his mate, right? That's his that's his best mate, and he they're together in the boys' dormitory. They're always together, and Hermione is sort of that um, third wheel uh, for a while right. there, right? And then it turns into Harry's the third wheel, but um, yeah. So so no, I'm with you 100. percent That's that that's huge. I mean, you had to get you had to get Ron uh, correct. So yeah, um, the other ones just going through some of these because again, this is the first time we we see all of these people the uh filch filch is great yes 100 there uh hagrid uh is is perfectly cast as well too so robbie coltrane um yeah is is awesome i even thought like, like it's so funny now because you look at them and they just so embody these characters that these it's like characters yeah I, I, they it's it's hard to kind of go back and and i don't know people would sometimes will go look at the book description and then they'll look at like 
the way they, you know, they act like Harry's supposed to be a lot taller than Daniel is or whatever, but we don't care because he looks like him and he embodies yeah. his spirit and stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, I can say that I can well, in the, not just in this movie, but in the entire series, I really cannot think of a bad casting. Right. Right. I can think uh, my favorite one is Slughorn. <laughs> so, oh God. Yeah. My favorite one of all time, but, um, but uh, well, and then even Lockhart in the next, you know, next next movie. Oh, we're yeah. talking Sorcerer's Stone, but these are all like, you know, really great moves as you go along. So the original cast is so solid and then you just build upon it and it's just like they're hitting home runs. Yeah. What's your what if you have to pick one thing, what's your favorite part of the first movie of oh, the first movie? Oh, my gosh, that is tough. That is tough. I don't know because I so much love Diagon Alley. I love when they're there getting sorted. It's class. It is when they right. go to class. That's uh, right. the best way to say it because everything's this this whole setup. You're like, okay, the Vernon stuff is is interesting. The Dursleys, Hagrid showing up. I know that's like people's like you're a wizard, Harry, famous moment or whatever. But for me, what I what I when I really pay attention to most in this is when they go to class and when they're in there together. I'm looking at all the students because he's in a classroom learning about magic and and it's just all like they're going they're talking about the library um i guess you could also even it's so weird because i could just say hogwarts in general and it's like because right. because the, there's like the great hall but it really is class where they start to kind of talk about stuff and you start to learn about some of the magic and stuff and then i, I say that though but but then there's like moments where in the great hall they they discuss a lot of stuff and, and right. things are knowledge is passed. You know the down. C, you know the CG in this movie also ha still um, holds up really well today. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Nothing feels like weird or out of place or whatever. They used to like Hogwarts all looks good. The, the troll looks good. You know the like still today still to yeah the trolls a little the trolls like the only thing that's like a little weird. But other right. than that, it's like the rest Quidditch of it looks holds great. Up. Yeah, the score, obviously. I mean, that was incredibly oh important. You, begin, you nail that Harry Potter theme that's going to stick around forever, as well as the intro, too, like the lightning coming down and everything. Um, sort of just everything they did with the production elements and everything of this movie still holds up well today, which is why it's probably the most watched of the movies. Yeah. I think if people are like, because it's it's on NBC, like, you know, every two minutes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, for me, I think my favorite part of the first movie, let me think here. If I really have to sort of narrow it down, I don't know why. It's super cheesy, but I just I just like the line. Not me, you. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. It's, like, it's just like so ridiculous. It is like, over the top. But it's, it's like little it's like these little kids. It's almost like. Like you could almost still imagine that scene as like two kids like playing like with toys and thinking like they're oh, yeah. doing something super epic, but they are actually doing something they, super right. epic. <laughs> right, right, but it's on kid level, you know. It's it's still really um right. God, yeah. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Yeah, there's a couple of those moments because I thought you know, people I think a lot of people would say um they really like Christmas. That's always been a yeah. thing that the big holiday, right? They love that Chris the Christmas scene. Um is 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 super important and then like i said the hagrid in the beginning diagon alley all that kind of stuff is it's just it has so many big good moments that it's hard to kind of pick because for me it's the whole experience of hogwarts that's just all melded together and you're like geez right. cow like they're doing they're going to class they're in the great hall they're playing quidditch 
and then they have this big adventure with the with Fluffy, and they're going down to Hagrid's hut. You know, it's like there's so many cool things to it that it's it's hard to really land on on uh, on one thing. When they're sneaking yeah, it's into very, the it's, it's a very well the I would say the movie is almost more well paced than the book, and the book is very well is very well paced, but right the, the right the movie is is it's just a very it's so like it never feels too fast, it never feels too slow, right just well yeah. done across the board yeah no no it's 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 one of the, it's one of the best um let me pull up a couple of these uh different things here um some of the differences you know well actually no let me do right. some of the behind the scenes stuff here first too so oh yeah th- just the it's crazy to think how much how different this could have been i was reading some stuff where they wanted um uh let's see director christopher columbus requested to film at Canterbury Cathedral was denied. So let's see. He originally planned on converting the famous cathedral into Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. So like you think about how different it could have been, but yeah. uh, you know, so, so there's something I did also as I was scrolling through here, found the whole religious uh, backlash. Right. So this was definitely largely a, in the religious community when this movie came out, it was, it was, uh, highly criticized. It's so funny to think back to that time when people were like out on this movie. Um, Steven Spielberg was was once um sort of like Cons- asked, considered considered yeah to to direct it and stuff. Um, yeah, I know because you know oddly enough, like Chris Columbus is a director who like when people sort of he hasn't really done that much. Like to be honest, like when you look at a lot of these directors. It's like people who have always done like, you know, a million movies and stuff like that. But like you just sort of look at his at his his list here. Right. So he did like Gremlins. He did the Goonies. Um, you keep going down. He did Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Miss Doubtfire. That's the one I always actually think of first. And he did Harry Potter one and two. And oh, then wow. he did. And really, he did. He hasn't really done a lot since that. He's he's produced some stuff um you know jingle along jingle all the way and then he was sort of producer for uh another harry potter for prisoners of Azkaban. he was a uh, producer um but then you know just a little bit stuff here and there yeah, yeah. so interesting kind um, of an, i would say kind of an interesting choice but i think you know also being the director of the goonies i think that kind of works that i could it's like i can absolutely. see the direct correlation of like the goonies to harry potter yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent um something else a little i'm just learning some stuff here as we kind of scroll through this so the great hall actually uh stunk it smelled uh this is this is warwick davis who is his professor flitwick which is amazing because he right. his his actual physical character changes it's still the same actor but they change like his they they younger look. Looks. right yeah which i think it's it's fine uh but they said that they 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 during the feast scene in the great hall the food is actually real and it was it wasn't uncommon for the food to be left out for days at a time. <laughs> uh, like what? So like correct. as they as they did scenes there, they might do like one. OK, cool. Let's just leave this here for tomorrow. Come back to it. And it would just be sitting there. Like, you know, like that's crazy. That's gross. That's, yeah. that's super gross. I mean, Ron was eating some of those, you know, chicken legs, man. Well, I'm sure they gave him. I know. know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So look at how many. So look at how many awards this thing was like nominated for. So the actual Academy Awards, right, which is the Oscars, um, art design, costume design, and original score, um, didn't really win that many. It was nominated for quite a 
uh, bit of stuff. So actual awards at one um, of like things that I'm actually even familiar with, like Empire Awards, nothing there. So a lot of um, a Saturn Award. So like, I don't know, one some like lower level okay. stuff, but it was pretty much it's all like editing, art directing, visual effects was what okay. it was sort yeah. of. Uh, across across the board because this released in what 2001 so i'm trying to think i guess what else came out in 2001 that would have been going up against yeah but uh i mean box office one billion dollars yeah that's huge that's huge well you just mentioned costume and makeup i was thinking like gringotts bank you know they did such a good they hit a home run with the right. goblins as you walk in there and stuff and and all the different creatures so yeah it um, is the it is the second highest grossing, and of course, some of that one billion dollars has been in re-releases, so like it, it adds and in, adds into the the box office for this whole thing. But um, it's the second highest grossing Harry Potter movie, behind mm. Deathly Hallows Part Two. Oh, really? Wow, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Know, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, that's that's kind of amazing. Um, and it should have won a, one more awards because it's i mean god it's so good i don't know i feel like these kids do a great job in in, in acting like i don't feel like it's really you know sometimes you have child actors and it kind of feels like a little whatever there's there's some awkward moments but overall they did a great job and there was like a good supporting kind of adult cast around them so well i'll tell you why it didn't do better um in the awards ceremony yeah who's it going up against um so other movies that it, other movies of that sort of year included Shrek, uh, Monsters Ball, which did really well. Um, Ali, that movie did well. Harry Potter, Source of Stone is in there. Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down, A Beautiful mm -hmm. Mind, Moulin Rouge. But then the big one was Fellowship of the Ring. So I was like, oh, nah, yeah. So I was like, nothing yeah, beat that. Yeah. Like, cause, yeah, yeah, because all three Lord of the Rings movies just like have like record are in like the record category for most. I mean, Return of the King yeah. is tied with, I think it's like Titanic, Ben-Hur and one other movie that's, I always forget. Um, but they're like most Academy Awards ever in a single year. Right. Right. Okay. Wow. At like 16. It's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy though. Cause I still kind of have, like, I know that those were masterpieces and everything that Lord of the Rings was, was amazing well done it's this tolkien had such a huge fandom or whatever but um i don't know i feel like th these harry potter movies are are i mean I, years from now man i like these things still are are pulling in yeah. a huge audience and they're still standing oh, yeah. the test of time i mean so does lord of the rings but like it's that's cool that's that's a really that's interesting um a couple other interesting behind the scenes things here did you know robin williams wanted to play hagrid he like wrote in um oh. a punch. yeah he, he actually wrote to, to chris columbus and then they how do had, you they had a strict british only british only it was a very local they they wanted it to be a whole british cast um to support british actors and uh, stuff like that yeah isn't that crazy i don't know, I don't know man that might yeah. have been the thing that that might have been the thing because after that rob williams started been really sort of depressing weird movies oh i know I know. What if that was the thing that sent him down the path? Gosh, you couldn't have made one exception. No one would have known. He has a great accent. You know, he could have done. He could have done all sorts of things with that character. It's funny to see that he wanted to play. Like, when I mean, talk obviously, about obviously, it's so iconic. 
Yeah. Right. And, Hagrid, and, but would Robin Williams and, and have been a great better? Job, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like probably probably a bit more funny and stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe because Hagrid's pretty level. He kind of like uh, you know, messing up here and there makes it funny with the kids and stuff, but I don't know what how Robin Williams would have done it. You know, it's interesting to think about how different that would have been. You know? Yeah. Uh, another I did, I did not I did not know that. Oh, yeah, keep going. Yeah, these are kind of cool. So JK Rowling always knew that Alan Rickman would play Severus Snape. She she handpicked right. him. Um, so that was one of the things that she full on went in there with all of her guns ablazing and said, No, he's gonna be, I want him to be the guy. I've shared information with him about Snape's character, where I'm going with it, and and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh John, you, I, I mean John Cleese too. Like, even though it's a tiny little part, but as nearly had yeah. Nick. I mean, John Cleese is like, I mean, dude, he's he's so so many like big. I mean, he's in like, you know, um Monty Python, like all sorts. I mean, he's you know. It's so funny that you say that because just last night I was doing uh we're doing for Up Talking Tolkien a little rewatch of of all of the um the movies, you know, just trying to get ready for just keeping that right. uh, project alive, if you will, for 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 a time being. And I, I made the mistake of saying I looked up what's his name, Billy Connolly. And yeah. if you look up Billy Connolly, he looks exactly like near headless, nearly headless Nick with this little goatee and stuff. And I mixed yeah. up Billy Connolly with <laughs> with uh, John Cleese, and I, John I was. Cleese. I'm like, I don't know actors. It's you know, I kind of yeah, forget their fine. names and stuff. But yeah, no, yeah, that was huge. Nearly had this Nick was a big deal, and that's one of the differences, right? Is that they don't have Peeves. You don't really see a lot of the other ghosts. Um, as we see them in the background, uh, and and, and right. so on. But yeah, the ghosts are largely, you know, shelved. If you will. I know, it's kind of interesting too to like look at some of these care, some of these actors, um, like lives before. And then after yeah. sort yeah. of like, 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 like Harry Potter too. Cause it's just so, it's just to see like, cause how it just changes the perception of them and, and stuff like that. Cause like, um, Robbie Coltrane who plays Hagrid, like before that he was in two of the James Bond movies. He was, he's in Goldeneye and he's in the world is not enough. And so yeah. it's just like, so weird, like to, in my mind to like, think about him. Like, cause that's where I sort of first think about him is in like, James Bond, then oh, then he's Hagrid, and like after that, that's pretty much all he did. I mean, he did like another movie here and there, but like the rest of his life right. was, was pretty much like ha oh, not his life. He's so he's still alive, obviously, but right. the rest of his sort of acting career because he hasn't he hasn't done anything since. Um, you know, he's done he's in like a TV episode here or there, but he hasn't been in a movie since 2014. So. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, what, let me see here. One more. I keep finding these. I don't know if this is true or not, but they say that Tom Holland was the first choice to play Harry Potter, but he was actually considered too, too old, too, too old, old. They said, yeah. And I don't think that's why I'm like this article. I'm like, I don't know. They're like, he was that he just finished doing, yeah. They said he would just finished doing Billy Elliot and was on the verge of turning 14. Uh, so that means that in some, you know, they're kind of making a joke that I how is Tom that's just, there's no way that's right. I don't know. Tom Holland is 26 right now. He's 26. That... Don't know, Doesn't... man. Oh. Well, how, 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 does, how does Daniel write? Hold on. Hold on. 22 minus like, right, 1990. Right? Dude, he would. Hold on a second. I'm reading this okay. from. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no way that that there's that's that's got to be a lie, dude. He was born in 1996. Yeah, so we got to fact check some of these things because uh, 
So there's when like, the, there's, I was like, there's no, because hold on, Daniel five. Radcliffe is. Yeah, that's a complete lie, then. That's a complete lie. Daniel Radcliffe yeah. is 32. Like, that's what I thought. He's like, like all right. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, I was like, Tom Holland would have been like four. Dude, like, I can with, show you like number production eight. started in 1997. Like it's See, like you would have been is, two. <laughs> yeah, this is where you have to like fact because then now I'm questioning all these other things in here. So like, don't ever, don't ever trust anything Screen Rant says. I mean, ever. you would think that you would think that you could, right? So let's see a couple other things that they said. Um, uh, and who knows if any of who knows if that if that Richard Harris thing is true now about like you right. know Daniel Radcliffe is Daniel Radcliffe is our age. He was born in 1989. Right, right. Because for number five, they have Daniel Radcliffe was the only little boy in the UK who didn't want to be Harry Potter. Who knows if this is true or not? But they say Christopher Columbus saw saw him in David David Copperfield, and he, he knew that he had found his Harry. But at that point, Daniel had Daniel had already given up on. Uh, acting he didn't want to be an actor anymore didn't he audition you know what i mean he like would, I, he would have had he would have had to have yeah matt's totally out of the <laughs> i that tom how that how do you mess up the tom the tom holland thing? right like, so okay so yeah so david copperfield was 1999 so the movie came out in 2001 but obviously productions had to started years before that like because yeah, yeah. when did you release the first book uh good question don't know um, she would have had to release. She would have had to have released the first book in. Um, I mean, yeah. When did when did that first uh, when did that first book come out? Nineteen ninety seven. So on. yeah, I mean the book. Like I mean, <laughs> the book came out in nineteen ninety seven, the same year in which Tom Holland was born. Maybe they meant to say too young. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like because yeah, cause they must like... have meant they must have meant to say too, too. He would have been like five. Yeah, exactly. He would have been way too young. Yeah. That was just that's just something they, they I don't know, but they might have just meant to say he was too young. And I, it says too old, though. Swear to God, I can I can show I'm you. Sure, the- I'm actually sure it does, to be entirely honest. It's how could Screen Rent be that hit or miss sometimes, though? That's ridiculous. It's just it's the, they are. They, they Who's are writing? For, I, I can I let me start writing I, for him. I, seriously, if they'll pay me. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. So, some of those things are probably true. Take a lot of them with a grain of salt, clearly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. I did read somewhere and not here that Hermione at one point, um, that Emma did wear kind of front, like for one or two scenes. Like they say, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, uh, Radcliffe wore some context or whatever for like this is how much how the attention to detail they're trying to make them kind of fit the the appearance of the other characters or the the book characters. He wore like contacts color color altering uh contacts and that emma wore uh something for her teeth you know because hermione's supposed to have larger front teeth i guess oh gotcha right? i could see that yeah so they, they did that for one or two scenes and then it just goes away um so that's kind of interesting i love i love looking at some of the behind the scenes stuff just to see you know how uh you know just how some of this stuff worked or whatever so right um, who, do, who do you who do you think has had the best I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to do some math here and actually yeah. see who because I think obviously you would immediately you would immediately think Emma Watson had the bet the best post Harry Potter career. She's kind of she actually really she really hasn't done that much in terms of like movies she went to college stuff. too and stuff. Yeah. So so she after for a while, didn't she? She so during Harry Potter, she did two other movies, one of which was just a voice. Um, and since then she's only she hasn't even been in a movie since 2019. She's just oh, really? sort of like a big public figure. And I think she's like involved in a lot of like um, political 
you know, right. She's been an ambassador and for act- stuff. Activism yeah. and so, activism and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you probably because she never needs probably because she's she literally did all the Harry Potter Harry Potter movies and Beauty and the Beast and she never needs to act ever again ever again yeah probably yeah she's probably just breaking imagine what her her royalty checks look like I have it's yeah I <laughs> no idea yeah it's wild well because because uh, Rupert has continued on a little bit um right just he's done a few things he's done the Apple TV series which right. was pretty cool um. What else here? He's he's done quite a just TV shows, a lot of TV movies, different things. Yeah, see, Daniel uh, Ratcliffe has actually been in a lot more stuff. Yeah, but I don't know, but I don't know that he's been in. Um, he's he's been in as big as stuff. Although he is in that Weird Al movie that's coming out soon, that's supposed to be pretty good. Right, he's he's been trying to um branch out and do he I you know yeah he's 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 an actor he's a he's a good actor and he's trying to like kind of break away from the Harry Potter um did you did you know that there's a bunch of like i mean there's a lot of rumors stuff like that although all these are all the same people that said that tom cruise was going to be a variant of um iron man but there are a ton of rumors that daniel radcliffe is going to be playing a wolverine variant in the mcu that is unbelievable Bonkers. he's got the he's got the hair to do it Okay, he's got the hair. But does I don't know that he has the guns or the demeanor to do it. <laughs> like, does he? What if he did? I don't. I just don't. Is it gonna just, be super weird to see Harry Potter I as just, Wolverine? <laughs> I just I don't see it. I don't see him as a. I don't see him as Wolverine. I see him as like a weird Loki like variant, you know, where it's like all these totally weird offshoots, but as like yeah, the main. No way, man. I mean, what, how do what you go he, from what Hugh Jackman? The gun how do you I, how do you go from Hugh Jackman yeah, to Daniel yeah. Radcliffe? That makes no sense. I don't know. Maybe he's doing some major work behind the scenes. Maybe he's bulked you up. He's doing some serious work. He's he's bulked up. He's got you know, the side. He burns. was in this. What was that movie he was in? Um, God, it was so weird. Or no, it wasn't. It wasn't Daniel Radcliffe, was it? It was. Um, you know, I, I always sometimes in my mind get them mixed up on on roles they did at post things because of uh Frodo. You always yeah, oh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah. Elijah Wood. Sometimes yeah. you get them. Yeah. Same time. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about when he did the the weird um soccer movie where he they're like they're beating the oh, crap out of him. Yeah. The hooligans or whatever. Yeah. That movie's brutal, dude. They put the card in the guy's mouth and like yeah, yeah, yeah. I only saw that once and I was like, what the heck? I was yeah, like, yeah. I never need to see this ever again. What was the movie? He was Sin City, wasn't he in Sin City too? The weird... he, he did he he did have a he did have a tiny uh, role in uh, yeah Sin City, which is done yeah. by uh, Frank Miller is the artist for that. Who also he also did Three Hundred, yeah, and uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns. Those are like his big sort of three major right, things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me think here. Another another cool and well and. So, you know, once they did the the reunion thing back in January, um, Tom Felton was in there. I'm looking at Tom Felton in this as Draco Malfoy, and he was he's actually gone on and done some TV shows. He was in The Flash there for a while. Remember he was in that movie we watched where it was like some sort of scare horror movie where they're like inside this like house and there was like frequency in the remember he like dies uh, like right at the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, I do. What was that called? I can't remember what that was, but yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, I looking at all these guys again. It's just like the apparition. 
The Apparition. Hold on, let me look. Was the name here. of that? Was the name of that movie? Yeah, with Tom Felton. Yeah, I mean, really, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say who's had the best. Post, oh my! Who's had who's had the most post Harry Potter career? Do I you know why? I guess you'd have to say Emma Watson. I guess. Matt, I can't believe you just brought this the apparition. I totally remember this. And I remember because it had like it had Tom Felton and it had Ashley Green who plays Alice in Twilight. Right. In Twilight. And and we were like, like back in the day, I was sort of like, you know, I'd read the Twilight books, man. I was I was a reader. I, I loved reading and watching those those right. shows, movies. That's hilarious. So that that was a scary that was a weird movie, actually. That was honestly a scary movie. I'll give it that. But it didn't do that well. So yeah, goodness. Um, I guess of the kids, I should say, because I think you could, I think you could definitely make a, a, a argument that like a lot of the adults have had better post Harry Potter career. Like obviously, you know, like Maggie Thompson, you could say, you know, and then, mm-hmm. um, or Emma, Emma Thompson, I should say, obviously is like a huge actress, right? And right. then what's and then Maggie Smith? I mean, she was in Downton Abbey. She's continued on. Yeah. I mean, again, she got towards the it's like the end of her. Um, I mean, she's she kind of goes in and out of I think like she just I think she just like officially retired, didn't she? After this think, most recent Downton Abbey movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, she's she's had a lot of health issues and different things. Is that, God, is that is that still going on? Th- I, I don't know. Abbey was like over. Well, Lottie and I are thinking about covering. We're going to cover. So we're going to just go through and watch some of the movies uh, again and do like a rewatch of it and stuff. You know, it's a, sort of a. Uh, right, it's British TV, you know, type of thing. Right. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's still. I we we, we kind of want to see that movie and see what's up because I love Maggie Smith so much. I mean, I named my cat Professor McGonagall, so I, I right. so much I wanted to be, you know, in her class. Thought she was cool, cool teacher. So, and she's in so many stuff. Okay, I have an I have a fascination with Hook. You know, I love the old movie Hook, and she's right. Wendy. She's Wendy Lady and Hook, and freaking Robin Williams is in that movie. So, like. There's so many he has so many connections to her and those other movies that they did back in the 90s. It does. It makes total sense why he wanted to be Hagrid. But anyway, yeah, Maggie uh, is awesome. She's been in so many things. She so, is. She's Wendy and Hook. I pretty darn sure she is. She's Wendy and Hook. She is Grandma Wendy. <laughs> Go look I at that. I got Matt. She's I, awesome. Now I'm not. Now she's in Sister big, Act. She's the she's the head um, nun in Sister Act. She's in Little Princess, is, yeah. which my sister loved. Um, what was the other one she was in? Secret Garden, I think she was. No, no, maybe not Secret Garden. I can't remember. She's in one of those. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's Wendy, and she's always played like an uh, an older kind of. You know, they've always right. aged her up a little bit with makeup and and uh, clothing and whatever. You know, so. It's funny. She's always been that stern. And kind Gwen, of... Gwyneth Paltrow plays played the played the young yeah. version of Wendy in the movie. Wow, crazy! Yeah, so crazy to go back. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch Hook. Hook is so Rufio. good. Rufio. Oh, did you know? Uh, this all started because we were again watching Downton Abbey, and we were also Lottie and I were doing the Rebels rewatch um, over on Hyperspace. By the way, go check out Hyperspace. Um, right. Killing it over there, having a great time. Uh, we were doing that, and one of the she loves the last airbender the guy that is the voice actor for zuko is rufio rufio no longer does, oh, man. no longer does live action he does voice acting for like disney and for uh nickelodeon and stuff you're like what the heck 
So wild. Okay. So hey, wild. let's yeah. let's go, man. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. Rufy. Oh. Oh my god. Crazy. That is wild. To- toodles. Remember old Toodles trying to find his marbles that whole time? Oh my God. So, so ridiculous. I used to watch that. Here's, here's, here's a connection back to the beginning of this podcast. It, instead of, of being allowed to watch Harry Potter, when Halloween came around, my mom said, we're making corn dogs. All right. We're making some corn dogs. We're sitting inside and we're watching Hook. And that's what we hey, watched. Hey, Hook's good. It was great because I wasn't allowed to trick or treat because there were witches out there. Okay. So you, you did that instead. Yeah, we watched Hook instead. <laughs> it was a little bit more. That was a better type of fantasy, I guess. Never, never land. Yeah, you know, yeah. my mom was my mom was pretty anti Harry Potter because it was all about witchcraft, but I just had no desire to read it anyway. We yeah, we didn't read yeah. it. We didn't read it at my school, but I was just like, it just wasn't something that I it was like thought at that at that point in time, I was all obsessed with, you know, other things. So yeah, anime and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you? I was like, wait, because yeah, at that time I would have been all about like Dragon Ball. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Pokemon, so video like, games, Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? And that's that's the thing. Yeah, it just takes time because I wasn't uh, initially until a couple of years later when I was old enough to go have some money and, you know, buy it myself and do whatever. Uh, but I, I it was such a religious sort of I, Mount Vernon was in an up uproar like roar over over the fact I that know. they were taking the kids. I mean, parents were like calling in, writing into the school like, what do you got? What's going on? You know, People librarians were... had to justify why they had it in the in the building. I know. I know. <laughs> And now I read it, I'm like, it's not that of no, all it's just of a like, the witch. Yeah, of all of like yeah. the witchcraft stuff. There's no satanic, there's no spiritual right. uh heaven or hell connections, nothing. None of that right. stuff. I so mean, compared to say like Wars. the witch, compared to say like the witcher, I mean that's like way adult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah. but like, it shows you way. how our society, our society is like shifted, you know, in terms of like if Harry Potter came out now. You know, during it just okay. I know Harry Potter. Well, the thing is, what moves the dial on that kind of stuff is Harry Potter, Star Wars. You know, as those things come out, people kind of okay. You know, things right. shift or whatever. But yeah, it's I'll never forget that because I I was one of I wasn't just uh, there wasn't a few kids. There were several kids who were not allowed to go on that trip, and we were all and I who else who the, else who else who else was there with you? I've tried to remember because there were I was. I can't all the popular kids got to go. I definitely right. did not get to go. I can't remember. I want to say some of their names, but I don't even think you would know them. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. I just remember. I think we were in Mrs. Small or Mrs. Newcomer's class, Mr. Newcomer's class. And we just got had to stay and and work on something else the whole day. We got kind of a free day, you know, so right. I don't remember all the kids, though. I can't remember who all didn't go because we were quiet. It was a study hall the whole day and we just right. kind of. Everyone else was having a Tom, great time. Thomas, Thomas went. Oh, Tom went. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hit, hit a bunch of heathens. They went. You know, right. families were judging each other. You let your kids go to that movie? <laughs> really, my mom. I actually had no conversation. I didn't really know what was going on until the day. Because you know, how right. as a kid, you're like, you show up, you're like, where's everybody at? And it was like, oh yeah, your All mom right. wrote in and said that you can't go. <laughs> it's like, oh okay, All I right. didn't know. So, yeah, just weird. Yeah, crazy. I know. Awesome. All right. Well, that uh, you know, it's fun to relive because the first movie is like we talked about it a bunch. It's kind of like you know, what's all the stuff surrounding it? What's the yeah, yeah. We know why it's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, we love it. So 
good stuff. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys as, as always for listening. Thank you for watching. We will be back as we begin Chamber of Secrets. Let's go. I read that book in a day. Yeah. Uh, I blitzed through it. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. I blitz I blitz I blitz through Chamber. But things um uh Chamber is very is 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 very similar to Sorcerer Stone and then it all takes a real dark turn in uh prisoners and prison and prisoners of Azkaban. Right. But nonetheless we will be back uh and we will put whatever chapters we're going to do um right. on on the on the breakdown. So uh stay tuned for that guys and as always remember to have your wands at the ready. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.